The final thing I want to talk about is the energetics of the apps. I was using the apps when I was dating and the jury's out for me on apps. I'll say this. How we approach the apps is everything. Do I think apps are a good thing for dating in general? I don't know. Do I think they're a bad thing? I don't know. I have many friends who would prove both, right, out there. I didn't end up meeting my person on the apps, but I met amazing people using the apps. So I want us to be open to the possibility that the apps are a tool. The apps are not wielding the power here in your dating experience and that we can create a healthier relationship with this technology in order to leverage their potential opportunity within our dating experience. So what I would recommend first is to limit your time on the apps. While I know a lot of people say that dating is a numbers game, and I won't disagree, but that's actually not what I want to focus on at all. Numbers just give me a little anxiety, and I think they take us into our heads rather into our hearts. So I really want to drop us into our hearts. But I want us to create a healthier time relationship with the apps because what tends to happen, just like social media, is that we find ourselves on these apps for longer than we intend to. There's an addictive quality to swiping, to scrolling, to being given these options and options on the dating apps. And on social media, we're just seeing everyone's life. We're seeing recommendations and product. Like it's a lot of stimulation that our brain is like, yeah, 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 more, more. But can we create a boundary or a time limit on which we are engaging with the apps? And this takes discipline. So like, make no mistake, it's going to be a second before you really get this. But what I started to do was designate a certain block of time or a couple blocks of time during the week when I would get on the apps to swipe and to engage in conversation and hopefully like maybe set up some IRL dates. I think that 30 minutes is a really realistic time period. It's enough to which you can do your thing, but not so much that you're teetering on that like serious drainage by being on technology too long. I would give yourself two 30-minute blocks in a week. I think that's pretty realistic. So maybe it's on a Sunday and a Thursday. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, designate a block of time to where you are engaging on the apps. If you have to set a timer, do it. Do whatever you have to do to stick to this. And then when you are not on the apps, I really want you to double down on what's happening in your real life. And I want you to practice presence in a way that you've never practiced presence before. So when you are walking on the street, when you're going into a store, when you are out to dinner with friends or family or what have you, 
you are able to remind yourself that you are in a body, that you are here in the present moment, and that there are gifts for you here, and that there are opportunities for you to grow or know yourself better here. I know that's a lot, right? But we're going to get into the habit of when we're not on the apps, we are going to be so totally present in our in real life life, right? So what that could look like, you might be at dinner with friends, 10 people at a table, buzzing restaurant, and you just place your palms on your thighs and you just feel your skin to skin or skin to your clothing. You feel your feet on the floor. You take just a deep breath. And as you take a deep breath, you just observe what's happening around you. You take it in. Who's here? How it makes you feel. Looking at the food, the ambiance, the beauty of the restaurant, the beauty of the people around you. How amazing you feel. Just really taking it in over three to five deep breaths. There's nothing that needs to be said or explained to anyone about what you are doing, but this is a moment for you to honor where you are. I think when we are on the apps, we're so intent upon focusing on the future. So we're thinking about, well, is this person going to be a good partner? Like, are they going to be a great husband or wife or... literally our mind goes there and you know it. So don't deny it. (laughs) I don't mind it. So when we are not on the apps, can we be as present as possible? So use that little exercise just to take in what is and just be like, wow, okay, here I am. And when you do that, I guarantee that there will be a moment or maybe a couple moments or opportunities where you'll realize that someone is in your midst. Someone that could be interested in you or you interested in them, or maybe you're intrigued by someone. But if you were thinking so much about something else or future tripping or just with it in your head, you're going to miss it. So like get ready to be surprised what presence can bring you. Presence will bring you the people that you don't expect to be just guides and step in I wouldn't say stepping stones because that means you're stepping on them, but really guiding you to either the next level, maybe closer to your person, maybe to know yourself better. This is what I want to cultivate because it translates into any relationship that you have, this power of presence. Okay. So talked about time limits when it comes to the apps. We talked about really doubling down on when you're off the apps, like not engaging on the apps to be super present in your life. Now, the apps as a tool, right? So I want you to think of the apps as almost like this, mm, like radio antenna. And we have the ability through our intention, through how we show up to these apps to tune the radio signal to a station that is connected to potentially someone or people who are more aligned for you in a romantic relationship sense. So if we kind of think about it like that, how do we tune to that specific channel? We can use intention for sure before we use the apps, even before you sign up for it. 
setting the intention. Before you start to swipe on it, setting the intention. Before you hop on every time, setting the intention. Then there's like the bio area, right? Where we have our name. I don't even know what they have these days. Like our favorite cheese, I have no idea, but there's a lot to fill out as far as how to describe ourselves. And it's hard. I've, I've never felt complete when I do any of that like short form bio stuff. But what I do know is that when you are yourself, you are going to attune yourself to the frequency of the one who could potentially be looking for you, who could potentially be desiring a relationship with someone like you and vice versa. So if you find yourself filling out the bio and being like, well, I think someone would think this was cute or hot or sexy or intriguing or smart or anything like that, I want us to take a deep breath, take a step back and evaluate the intention with that. So in that instance, we are trying to morph into someone, be seen as someone, be received as someone who we perceive another person would like when really the most powerful way that we can show up to these apps is to be ourself. So give it a try, give it a whirl, give it an edit on that bio. And I really want more of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.